Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they keeping the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy. Welcome back to the Duel for Hip Hop podcast. I'm so excited. This is episode 52. I got a lot to unpack tonight, but before I do that, I want to introduce my co-host, yeah. Luda Chica from yeah. the Cuss Podcast. Did I say that right? On the Cuss. On the Cuss Podcast. On the Cuss Podcast. So yeah. for, before we get into these topics, I want I want you to tell the people what that podcast is all about. Hip hop, rap, um, mm-hmm. politics, love, relationships, you okay. know, a plethora of, you know, different things we talk about. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. So before I want to basically start off with rest in peace to John Singleton. Rest in peace. Yeah, mm-hmm. pioneer, legendary director for Boys in the Hood, yeah. Higher Learning, Baby Boy. The list goes on. Launched the careers for Taraji Henson, Morris Chestnut, Ice Cube. The list goes on. He's a trailblazer. He's also one of the youngest directors, black young directors, to be nominated for an Oscar at the young age of 24. So let's give a rest in peace shout out to John Singleton, to his family, and a condolences to his family and everybody that represented. It's crazy how we go from Nipsey to John Singleton. You know... We got a couple of things to address in our community. So, okay. You know, John uh, passed away of, of a health concern. Right. That's just something that we needed to address. Right. You know? So. Yeah. Uh, Nipsey, that untimely. That's. That's on something Another else. else. Yeah. That's, so, yeah. 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 Well, hip hop yeah. got a little bright this week because Jay Z did B sides, and he brought out Cameron. And I, I was actually shocked. So, you know, all the beats are over as far as Jay-Z's career is concerned because he had Nas, then he had Cameron, and now Nas squads because he brought him out. So when you get grown, you start to address things from a grown man's perspective. Wouldn't you agree? And you start to pay people and, you know, honor <laughs> contracts as well when you're grown. So that might have a little bit to do with it. I don't know. Yeah. What, like, what was their beef about? Like, Well, back in the day... It was a concern because Dame Dash wanted to make Cameron the VP of Rockefeller Records, and and Jay Z was away, and he wasn't feeling that. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, why does Cameron have to become an exec? Why he can't just stay an artist? And that's mm-hmm. what Jay Z basically was saying. So it was just like a a lot of things, but that was one of the things. Right. So <laughs> again, when people grow up, they start to honor contracts. Maybe I don't know. They might have something to do. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. You know, like uh, know. you know, I don't know. Master P got back with his his group, uh, juvenile, because he said he honored contracts finally right. after all these years. Yeah. So, you know that might have. I guess when you get to a certain age, you know, you kind of like realize that you made a mistake. Right. An extent of an olive branch out. Right. You know, that's what we need to start doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so I want to get into relationships because, you know, yeah. we do have a female <laughs> in the building, so. Why y'all got to do this? Because I'm female in the building. 
<laughs> no, not like that. Not okay. like that. All but right. I'm saying we got to go to the soft side sometimes. You know, right. us as men, we try to, before we get into our other topics, we try to keep it hard. So what's been challenging <laughs> for you as a female in relationships? Mm. Us men, what, what do we do wrong? What do we seem not to get right? No, no, no. We're not gonna even start like that. Why? We're not gonna Why? even start like that. Why not? You, you just asked me what's challenging yeah. in relationships. Yeah. I was about to point out something about myself. Oh my bad. <laughs> All right, let's get on Luke Chica. Let's focus I on Luke Chica. I was about to point out something about myself as a woman was challenging, but you automatically went to what's wrong with the brothers. Why my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Alright, so let, let's put the brothers on the back burner. What, okay. what about yourself? I think the most challenging thing, mm. I, um, my my biggest problem as a woman, and I'm gonna just quote-unquote say black woman, mm-hmm. is me having this uh, unique sense of having to be independent. Mm. Interesting. That is is a balancing act. You okay. don't want to be too independent, right. um, but you don't want to be too dependent. In That's a, true. A, in a in a you don't want to be a burden. Okay. So it's you know right. that's been my biggest challenge is the independence. Like, how do you be mm-hmm. a strong woman right. and work every day, right. but then still conduct yourself like a lady and feminine and soft at the home? Right. That's the biggest challenge. Now, we can get into what's wrong with men all day. If that's what you want to talk about. But, you know. Oh, my God. You know, I, I, you know, you have to be transparent with your own self. Right. Wow. What, what's wrong with us? Women? You, yeah. I mean, I think it depends on the woman. Because some women are insecure. Mm-hmm. Then some women are not. Then some women are think they're high up, but they really not. So it just depends on <laughs> it depends on the female because all females carry a certain thing that kind of like shaped them through life because I think past relationships shape you for the next relationship. Absolutely. You Absolutely. agree? I agree. Okay. 100%. My marriage uh shaped me for every other relationship I had right. after it. Short ones and you know mm-hmm. the current one. You know, so. Oh, the current one. Yeah. Oh, so, all right. You so, know, it's like. So you involved? Yeah. Okay. A woman like me ain't gonna be without a man, honey. You know. <laughs> yo, 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 <laughs> oh, yo. Of course, but you know. <laughs> She like a woman like me. She like a woman like me. Like you know what it's hitting for, nigga. You see me, don't you? So I don't regret. I don't regret. (laughs) I don't regret my marriage. Okay. I don't regret it. I'm a happy divorcee. I I like how you put that because most people say, "Well, no, no, that that that's a good one." But it's other words that people say. But that's Wait, a good what? one. Divorcee. I like that. That's real. <laughs> that's flashy. That's some flashy shit. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, I want to get to them pies. So okay, how does those pies, because I ain't trying to get high tonight, but I want to okay. know how them pies <laughs> came about. <laughs> God it, damn. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. Well, um, I got the connect on the THC butter. Okay. And um, it's like designer THC butter. So I got the connect on that. Okay. And, you know, um, mm-hmm. me and my loved one just put the idea together. To, right. You know, Patty got her pies. You know, <laughs> Luda Chica can have her pies. Luda pies. You know, so loud they call pies. pies. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, you know, I'm thinking about just calling them loud pies because I don't want to uh, anybody trying to steal my ideas. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, but you know, it's like flambéed. You know, it's cheesecakey mm-hmm. and right. It, it's, but each it's bite, the more bites, the more high you get. This is the thing. Uh-huh. It, it tastes so good. I I tell people only eat half of it. Okay. But it, when you taste it, you want to like just f the whole thing up, but don't do it. Wow. Don't do it. What's Only do happen? half of it. You're going to be out like a light. Like, you know, you're going to be <laughs> high as a kite. If you eat the whole pie, don't do it. So, blue the pie. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. You're going to be high as a kite. Oh, my fucking God, yo. I can't with Luda. Yeah. So hold up. Speaking of highs a kite, and I don't know when he's gonna get shit right, but Big Draco got locked the fuck up this week for vi- probation violation. He has to serve 240 days in prison okay. and 265 days of community service. He got locked up for photoshopping some paperwork. Is that what he got locked up for? He <laughs> he did some fraudulent stuff with the uh, community service paperwork. Why did he get locked up, intern? You know. He right. But, but what did he, they? She trying to say what he do? What did he do to violate their probation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My intern Nate gonna look he, it up. Yeah, I, I'm Let's get down sure that, to the bottom of this. Yeah, we're gonna get down to the bottom of it. Because we wanna get down to Draco. What? How the hell? <laughs> this motherfucker. Get he didn't want to. He didn't want to serve his community service. His so he self. lied. So he lied. Uh, Saying he that he fake, served it and he faked some paperwork, and then they went around and found out that he faked it. Right. Oh my God, Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's hard to uh, feel sorry for him. We can't meek mill him. We can't put him in the same box. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> no. We can't meek mill him. No, fuck that. No. I want to never meek mill a Soldier Boy any fucking <laughs> way. That's first off. Big Draco. Mm. <laughs> like, I ain't about to do that shit. Mm, yeah. So no, we ain't that's about to going do that. On oh, shit. <laughs> well, there you have it, Big Draco. Yeah. Well, let me get you off know? of Big Draco. Let me get my Jada Kiss on right now because I'm in a Jada Kiss, I'll cater Jada zone right now. Let me get into that real quick. Depending on the mood that I'm in, I might holler. Yeah. I love seeing niggas get shot, and I like dollars. Uh-huh. Light a judge, pour the yak, take a light swallow. Yeah. It's funny, because my criminology is white collar. <laughs> Depending on the mood that I'm in, I might holler. Uh-huh. I love seeing niggas get shot, and I like dollars. Yeah. Light a dutch, pour the yak, take a light swallow. It's funny, because my criminology is white collar. Bow down to no man, uh-uh. no need to stress him. Uh-huh. Stand up and pray just to receive my blessings. Uh-huh. And only go back to the future or to the Essence, so you better get a toot or either review your lessons. Dope wayer, the yay cutter, smooth as shea butter, classy but I stay gutter. And it ain't like I'm bragging or I'm 
boasting, I just don't give a fuck about niggas' emotions. I'm well determined, dedicated with devotion. Never a smooth sail, it's rough water in the ocean. Higher in the ranks, yeah, I'm hotter than you think. I throw the chinchilla in the fire like Frank. Money is an issue, respect make you much more official. But you can lose them both from a pistol. Yeah, nigga, nobody is next to us. Never a drought, the joints just go up a few points extra. I was point guard, you was point Dexter. Maybe the same cloth, definitely different textures. I took the base route, you took the pace route. You got accepted in, I got chased out. Routines with chic haircuts from Safe's house. Dust heads naked in the hallway, spaced out. I'm on a higher echelon. My niggas do push ups with the cards till the entire deck is gone. You already know we extra strong. And the AK is on the same dresser that the tech was on. Godfather, 38s in the restaurants. Headshots so you could go and keep your vests on. Money that you wanna imagine. Snowball fights out in front of the cabins. Go and make dinner with my neighbors in the Aspens. Or either in the Jets, can't sleep taking aspirins. Next hot nigga or has been. Whoever is in the race won't pass him. Everybody is such and such, but on the up and up, y'all all fucking suck. Top five dead or alive, you already know. What you think yeah. about Jada? I love Jada. I love the whole lot. Yeah. yeah. Them niggas represent Yonkers. The hardest niggas come from Yonkers. So no, look. Um, no. No? No. Where the hardest niggas come from? Um, Philadelphia. Okay. Pennsylvania. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Philadelphia? Like, what I'm part sorry, of Philadelphia? like... I'm going to just say north and west. Like, you know, I'm sorry. South? What about it? Mm, disrespecting my hood, though? No, not really. But, you mm. know, I'll take a South Philly nigga over any nigga from Yonkers. Okay, well, at least I get that much. <laughs> okay. At least I get that motherfucking much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm territorial a little uh-huh. bit. <laughs> you territorial? Mm-hmm. What you mean? Like... With your dude or just period? Just period. I'm territorial. You know, I grew up, mm-hmm. I don't want to divulge my age, but I grew up in like, you know, okay. late 80s, Eighties. early 90s. Oh, so, you grew up in my era, Tupac, so, Biggie, Nas <laughs> era. That's when, that's when Germantown, we had the factions, you know, you know, you had Brickyard, Hollow, like you had all the factions. So they still don't say that? Nah. Not as much because there's no more family gangs in Philadelphia like that. Philadelphia oh, used to be so ran that's by where family all, gangs. So yeah. Brickyard and all that was ran by family gangs. Like, right. You have a whole neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, a Negroes, like, all related some right. type of way. So then, you know, you rep your territory. So I'm a little territorial. You know what based I'm saying? Based on that. Yeah, just based on that. So you went to King? I know. I went to Cheltenham. Shawham High? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I went to Myers Elementary and I graduated from um, Shawham. But, oh. like, all my folks is from Germantown, so, you know, I spent all my time right. there, so. Okay. Yeah. I'm territorial. you territorial. With my city, everything, so I mm. can't, you know. That's but we love Jada. We love Jada. Right. And the whole mm. locks. We didn't love him when he was beefing with Beanie, though. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't love him then. <laughs> Shit. Kill that nigga. No. 
Who you want to kill that motherfucker? <laughs> we ain't that. All right, so we got our guest coming up soon. But before we get into that, I want to talk about this whole. I think I sent you the topics, but I, I want to touch on this real quick. Tech companies versus the government and the government trying to take over tech companies because tech companies got all this data and all mm-hmm. this info. And in Canada, they no more likes on Instagram so far in the whole country of Canada and they're trying to move it to the United States. All so right. what you think is going to happen when the likes stop clicking and coming? The algorithms is going to shut down. What we going to do? What's the deal? You know, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? I look forward to it. But don't you think that's going to fuck up your your podcast, your brand, and people tuning in and liking your shit, and they like, you got to check out that podcast? Don't you think that affects your brand? Never. Really? No. Tell me how it don't. Not one hustler is worried about Instagram and the algorithm. Not one. <laughs> now, yeah. you talking about yeah. influencers, yeah, they may be concerned. <laughs> Yo, could you repeat that again? Because that was good. That was was a good sound. Not one. Say that one more time. I said not one hustler is worried about Instagram and their algorithm. Not one hustler. Not one hustler is worried about Instagram and their algorithm. Hustlers ain't worried about it. Influencers are popular bitches and popular, you know, (laughs) they, they worried about it. Right. No hustlers is worried about it. I look forward to Instagram um, removing the likes. Because then people will actually look at your advertisement based on its merit and right. what it's about versus based on did anybody else like this? Should I like it too? Like, you know, people are followers naturally. So, yeah, let's let's get rid of the like algorithm and see, mm-hmm. what's hap- see what happens. I'm all for it. Well, there you have it. We got our <laughs> next guest coming up next. We're going to go to a song. It's my man, Ty. He's going to come in and kill it, man. The first time I heard this brother, he dedicated a freestyle to Nipsey Hustle. He's coming up next. It's Door for Hip Hop Podcast. Your boy, DJ Bugsy. Let's get it. Who's Ty? Since she never had a real one, she just want to fuck with a real one. She never had a real one. And she gon' throw it back for a real one. This pussy boy. Throw that shit back. Throw that shit, throw that shit, throw that shit back. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' throw it back for a real one. This pussy boy. Throw that shit back. Throw that shit, throw that shit, throw that shit back. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' throw it back for a real one. Shorty fuck around and do the most. Baby drop it low like a pro. Welcome to the show. Told her that she fucking with a goat. And we gon' throw them bands and she drop it to the flow. If she drop it to the flow, we gon' throw them bands and she drop it to the flow. If she drop it to the flow, we gon' throw them bands and she drop it to the flow. Since she never had a real one. She just wanna fuck with a real one. Since she never had a real one. And she gon' throw it back for a real one. This pussy boy. Throw that shit back. Throw that shit, throw that shit, throw that shit back. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' throw it back for a real one. This pussy boy. Throw that shit back. Throw that shit, throw that shit, throw that shit back. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' throw it back for a real one. Yeah, it's the kid, Ty. You now rockin' with the best DJ in the tri-state. DJ the well. This pussy boy. 
she gon' throw it back. Whole real one. Fuck this pussy boy. Throw that shit back. Throw that shit, throw that shit, throw that shit back. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' throw it back. Whole real one. Fuck this pussy boy. Throw that shit back. Throw that shit, throw that shit, throw that shit back. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' twerk, twerk. She gon' throw it back. Whole real one. Since she never had a real one. She just wanna fuck with a real one. Since she never had a real one. She never had a real one. She just wanna fuck with a real one. So she never had a real one. Welcome back to Duel for Hip Hop Podcast. That's the boy T.Y. He's in the building. Welcome, bro. What's going on, baby? How you doing? I'm chilling, man. Listen, man. First, I want to let everybody know if you're not following this brother, this boy got skills. I'm telling you. And I don't, I don't let, I, listen, I don't tell everybody got skills. If you know anything about DJ Bugsy, I'm very critical. I'm very objective about what I think skills is. But you got that. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate show, that. bro. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So let's get into the beginning because I know you went to college, correct? Yeah. What did you go to college? Uh, I went to St. Joseph's University. Okay. I graduated class of 2012. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. Now, when did hip hop and rap start for you? So I started rapping probably around like sixth grade. I mm-hmm. probably started taking it serious maybe about like 18 months ago to actually try to be an artist, try to make good music that people okay. actually like. Mm-hmm. But I had always rap. Like I used to battle in the whole like Mm-hmm. Around the DVD era, I would go around just battling different people because that was the only way you could prove right. you were better than somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing college taught me musically was it doesn't matter how good you are rapping face-to-face to somebody if you don't have songs that people actually want to listen to. Because right. I was on a campus with like people that wouldn't battle me that mm-hmm. I would kill face-to-face, right. but they getting like 100,000 plays a song, 10,000 plays a song. On Power 99? No, it was like at, at that time, like MySpace was popping, YouTube had just started taking off. So okay. people are getting good view numbers, and it's kind of hard to tell another rapper, yo, I'm better than you, battle me when he goes, bro, I just had a song played on Wired 96.5, bro, I got 100,000 plays, like, yeah. F out of here. That's what you talking about. Like, I don't need right. to battle you. Why don't you go make a song somewhere? So that's when I started, like, actually right. sitting down, trying to figure yeah. out, like, what type of artist I wanted to be, what I wanted to rap about, and then actually trying to, like, cultivate my image and whatnot. Right. So do you think that the bat? well, no, the battle culture is definitely in the building. What do right. you think about the Cassidy situation? Oh, because man. I was told okay. that people were paid to boo him. Okay. And I can't see Cassidy losing straight up. All right. He's top three battle to me of to all time. You. Okay. It's not it's not up for debate. I don't care who you get. Okay. And the ultimate battle that I ever wanted to see was Murder Moot and Cass. So all these other dudes, yeah. it's like, what is your resume really like? Yo, I've been waiting fifteen plus years probably to see Mook versus Cass. So me too. I've only paid for like a URL pay per view twice. I was actually presently surprised. I did it for the resolution card that Cassidy just was on mm-hmm. and the previous card. It was like Smack Volume 4. Both of the cars is actually dope. Um, I so did sat, Cassidy win? I watched the battle three times. I actually have Goods winning 2-1. I gave Cassidy the, the first, first round, and, you gave and then I gave Goods the second and third round. Okay. Uh, the biggest difference in their rounds are if I was on stage mm-hmm. with Cassidy right now, right. he could have rapped the same verses to me that he rapped to Goods. 
Whereas mm. Goods' verses are actually tailored for Cassidy. Like you could have went on stage and he could have spit them same exact verses to you. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest difference for where battle rap is now okay. versus where it used to be when he battled So he's free stuck rap. in the past, Cassidy. What'd you say? So Cassidy, as far as how he battles, he's stuck in the past. He's stuck on DVD. So the issue mode. the issue was mm-hmm. his first round is really good. Okay. And like so like I watch I'm an advocate for like battle rap. I watch it a lot. Like some of them actually do make good music too. So I listen to some yeah, of their surf. music. Yeah, surf is fire. Right. Gichi Gotti is fire. Shotgun Shug is fire. Arsenal, a whole bunch of them. What about Loaded Lux? I like Lux's music. Lux okay. has a song. It might be one of my favorite songs. Um, it's called True Love, and he raps about his son and how a black man should raise his son and be there for his son. It's like a phenomenal song. But okay, in terms of the battle, mm-hmm. uh, Cassidy's first round, again, is extremely dope. Okay. And he's his first round is more so for what battle rap is now, but his second and his third round didn't match that, and Good's rounds got progressively better. So you have somebody ascending in their rounds, right? And then you have Cassidy kind of like, Decent. yeah, coming back to right. ground. So like, so all you're of saying it, that Cassidy goes on an offense, but can't mm-hmm. go on a defense, or so. So for me, I I'm one of them people where I feel like if he was doing this on a regular basis, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be no issue. Okay, it wouldn't be no issue. When, when you're not constantly battling, because it, it, it takes a different mindset to mm-hmm. battle rap versus to make songs. And most battle rappers will tell you that. Most song makers will tell you that. Right. If you're consistently battling, then you'll be conditioned to, to do this. Right. The consistency kind of wasn't there for his rounds. Why? Because if he was consistently battling, I honestly feel like he would have won that battle. It's not right. like Goods was unstoppable that night. It's, like, it's not right. like Goods couldn't have been beat. It just you could kind of see what the rust is, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of for like how, how Cassidy is again, mm-hmm. he has fire bars. But when you have to tailor something for somebody, mm-hmm. he was already at a disadvantage because kind of what does he really know about goods versus goods? Who I got to see you in the industry. I was just right. about to say that you have to study your opponent. It's yeah. like boxing, yeah. you in right. the ring, yeah. you know, you yeah, rap boxing, you in the ring. You have to study <laughs> yeah. your opponent. That's true. So. You know, and that's why most most battle rappers are at the advantage when they battle industry rappers. Now, to Cassidy's credit, Mm -hmm. Cassidy is one of two industry rappers. He's there's only been two industry rappers that have really beat battle rappers in this era that we're in. Okay, Cassidy beat Disaster a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. and last year King Los, who used to be signed to Bad Boy and work. Oh yeah, King Los from Maryland. Yeah, he beat Head Ice. Okay. Last year. And those are like the two industry rappers I could think of that actually won battles. Right. Um, Joe Buttons could have beat, he could have beat Hollow. Right. If he wouldn't have just been like, oh, they booing me after and walked off stage. If he would have finished his round, right. he would have beat Hollow. Okay. He would have beat Hollow if he would have finished his third round. Right. And um, Cannabis just gave up against disaster like six years ago. Oh, I miss Cassidy. I mean, Cannabis, man. Yeah. He was so dope. He was. So, but, <laughs> so back to Cassidy being. I'm saying he was paid. Uh, people was paid hey, to boo him. Yeah, yeah. See, I didn't. I didn't hear. You didn't that. get that. Yeah, because I, I will say sold. this: uh, a lot of people's argument against the boos for the Cassidy thing is mm-hmm. he got cheered throughout his first round. 
So, so if they, they, they really, yeah, they didn't boo you out the gate. You, you had him like in his right. first, in his first four bars, he said a line about like his gun so big it a uh, hit something and knock an elephant down, and a crowd erupted, erupted. It's like one of his first two bars. The crowd erupted, and he had him on his side mm-hmm. for the most part. But then, uh, yeah, I think the thing is this for a lot of rappers, a lot of athletes, a lot of creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very arrogant to a certain extent, right? And it, it works against <laughs> us sometimes. It does. It, it, it's worked against me in the past before. Because in the middle of the battle, as mm-hmm. the crowd was booing, Cassidy, like, stops rapping, and he goes, man, they just booed the hottest sh- in the world. This is at the third. Instead right. of just kind of taking it. and then the Yeah. And one thing I think would have helped mm-hmm. is if it wouldn't have been the last battle of the night. If you would, if it would have, if you would have put it on Point. maybe earlier, because again, now you got Cassidy. They're getting restless too. Yeah, you got Cassidy following a whole bunch of other dope. Like I said, it was a good card. You got him following a whole bunch of other dope performances, mm-hmm. and it's his first time back. So to have the crowd from the beginning, he gonna have that. It's maintaining the crowd. Man, the listen, no, we ain't making no excuses for Cassidy. That's my boy. That's your boy. Yeah, that was one of my. I yeah. wanted, I wanted him to win. For real, for real. Oh, you I did. wanted him to win. I'm a huge Cassidy fan. I bought okay. his first two albums as a. But I right. still love the album. I still love it. And say, so, even if the people did buy. Yeah. So, all right. So, we we all mourn Nipsey Hustle, but yeah. you went and actually did a whole video, whole freestyle. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Like, what made you, what the impact that Nipsey had on your life and what made you want to do that? So just being an artist, Nipsey has been always somebody that mm-hmm. has preached independence. Right. Actually knowing what you worth. Right. And then aspiring to get what you worth. Because right. the biggest issue about being an artist is mm-hmm. if I want what I'm worth, right. but there's another artist, another five artists, another 15 artists that are okay with not being paid what they worth, being paid less than pennies on a dollar, Right. It makes it that much harder for me to get what I'm worth because there is no union in hip hop. Mm-hmm. There isn't no camaraderie for let's all go get this together in hip hop. Right. So as long as there's artists that's, yeah, I'm okay with the 360 or I'm okay with this YouTube payout or I'm okay with getting, because YouTube pays less than pennies on the dollar, right. how could I ever get what I'm worth? So to see this one, you know, younger black man be able mm-hmm. to actually go get it be actually be actually able to sustain a proper fan base where he sold over a thousand copies of his mixtape out his trunk right just off a of sheer work ethic being a good dude and having incredible music mm-hmm. it gives you something to aspire for why because how mm-hmm. how could you know if you could fly unless you've seen somebody else fly like it takes that one person to do it for Can everybody else feel, to be like, you can right. do it. Because up until Nipsey, especially for Nipsey, just being nominated for a Grammy. Right. That, that's big that, when you own all your masters. Why? Because right. up until then, the only rapper I could think that was nominated for a Grammy was Macklemore. And I'm a black man from Philadelphia. Right. I can't be Macklemore. Right. I'm, I'm not going to be this white guy from Seattle. Right. I'm not going to be able to. And even if my content was kind of like his, Yeah, I'm not going to be able to necessarily get that fan base that he has right. that he can tap into. Right. So to see Nipsey and to see kind of Pusha T, who had a small a project that was, like he sold 80,000 physical copies. Right, A lot of mainstream acts can't do that. 
right. this era that would tell you they're far more popping than Pusha T. To see both of them be nominated for Grammys just mm-hmm. it, it gives you something to aspire to. Right. For the freestyle, I decided to do it because um, mm-hmm. I had a little homie that he got killed, mm. and I had originally started writing the freestyle back in this past October. Okay. He turned 18 on October the 4th, and he got killed that following Halloween. He had been 18 for less than a month. He got killed uh, on Shoe wow. and Shelton. He got he got killed or whatever. Wow. And I originally started writing it for him. So like when I said the bar, I was like, little bro, older brothers couldn't make it to 20. He turned 18, and niggas tried to hit him with 20. His birthday was in October. He ain't seen November. Will we from your public defender won't even defend you? This is a kid that I met that he had two older brothers. One got killed at 18. The other one got killed a couple of days after turning 21, right? Oh so this God. is the third son that his mom lost to gun violence in Philly. That's originally what made me start writing the freestyle. And then when Nipsey, the Nipsey situation happened, Dang, it was like, crazy, all right, bro. if there was never a perfect time to do it, now would be the perfect time to put this out because I originally had wrote it to be like, all right, if they include me in the Philly Hip Hop Award Cypher, this, uh, which would have been like last year, mm-hmm. I was going to do it there. Okay. I was like, yo, this, this is going to be for little bro. I'm going to do it there. When they didn't include it, you know, God works how God wants to work. Right. So when I didn't make it to be in the Cypher, I was like, all right, I'm going to hold it, and then I'll know when the time is right. And the time and was right. And then, yeah, I've never had a video get that much engagement on Instagram, period. And it, you, you can have all the bars in the world, mm-hmm. but one thing I'm learning is there's no substitute for a real message and real hip hop, right? There, there's, there's, sometimes metaphors don't beat real rap. So you can have all the bars in the world, but right. if you don't have something to stand substance. on with substance, that's what's going to get people to watch again. Them being able to resonate with your music emotionally is right. what's going to get them to tune in over and over. Because even now, I have friends that still mm-hmm. either share the video or like or, one of my homies, she hit me up last night. And she was like, yo, it's just something about this video. Yeah, because the, the way you came and being on the court, it just, the ambiance of it, bro, it just was so right and just so, I can't even explain it. It was just like, well, That's the funniest it. thing is, like, how I said the Lord works mysterious ways. We didn't even plan that. Like, the studio that I go to mm-hmm. is in South Philly, a block away from that court. Right. I literally went into the studio, and as I was leaving, I was like, yo, let's just shoot it here. Right. Shot it there, and then just put it on Instagram the next morning. I, it wasn't even like it was something. Like, once the video got recorded, we literally put it on Instagram the next morning. I was like, all right, we, we put this out 10 a.m. Let's see what happened. Yeah, and, and then it just, it just went, went Yeah. That's how I'll be, bro. So what you got coming up next? Because you said you haven't worked on a project in some time. But yeah. what you got cooking? Because, I mean, so, the summer is coming. Facts. We need a single. The fall is coming. We don't want 2019 to just go away. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, okay. It's not. So I actually am working on a project. I've probably okay. been working on this project for about mm. a year and a half now. Great. Uh, it takes we'll time. be releasing the first single. Mm-hmm. And about two weeks, it's a, a party song. It's called Twerk Twerk. It has the sample from Chopper Style. The in one it. that I just yeah. Okay, that's, that's the first single. And then I already have the follow up single. Oh, and the follow up single. I have a single that's going to drop after that. The follow up single is a song I got called Cash At. Mm-hmm. It's me and this female rapper named B Sheree. And then I got another song 
coming mm-hmm. after that for the ladies called Talk to Me Nice. So Dope. it should so be it should be. What's you got talk some to visuals? me nice about? Yeah, what's Talk um, to Me Nice about? Talk to me I nice. I, I I tell a little story about a uh you know a nice a nice little thing I met out west. You know uh-huh. natural hair and this song pretty much is about like, yo uh-huh. fellas. Right. If you treat these women a certain way, mm-hmm. you talk to them a certain way, mm-hmm. and you acquiesce to kind of what they want, mm-hmm. it'll just work out more in your favor. So just you know, just talk to them nice. I want to know oh, what Luda okay. think about that. Is that true? It could be true, but you know, some heifers is just ungrateful. I feel you, <laughs> and you not. I have been. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only child. (laughs) (laughs) She said I have been. (laughs) So let me ask you a question about women not never being pleased. Because that's always been a thing for black men. We can't please a black woman. Where do you think that comes from? Is it us or y'all really just can't be pleased? You asking me? Yeah, you're a black woman, right? <laughs> now, if, There's another listen. black woman in the room, but she's not on the air. Listen. Yeah, I, I want your opinion <laughs> on this, because this, this has been a jaded topic over the years, okay? Black women... Uh-huh. I don't like to make... I don't, I don't want to generalize all black women. Okay, yeah, okay? don't. Don't do that. Just do it in a but, way where you don't generalize it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to just say... Between me and my female relatives and female mm. friends, we really don't tell each other when we're wrong for shit. We mm. really don't. We don't say, you know, once in a while we may say, girl, now you know you wrong. You know you wrong. You shouldn't have said that. Mm. Once in a while, but we really don't tell each other that we're wrong. It takes a big mama to tell us that we're wrong and we're the day go we don't really have any of those any longer so we really don't tell each other we wrong mm. but don't. do you ever sit back and think like damn why did I, I say do. that to that nigga I do I you do, do? I do because you, do. you know I, I'm mature and I and I have self observation and my eye is open you know what I'm saying but you have to <laughs> look down at yourself and say yeah, damn it. girl why you do that like right. why'd you act Dad, like, what made you make that decision? You know it who you remind some- me of? Who? Erica Badu. Why? Seriously. No, seriously. It's, uh, Erica Badu is the shit. Let me, let me just All be right. clear. Big she fans. is All right, I love the shit. Her, Musically, look-wise, no, no. Amazing. Mentally, Amazing. she is deep. Yeah, yeah. She's really deep. But no, this year, the way you talk, the, the way... Am I... Do you see that? I can do see you, why you said that. I can see why you said that. Oh, okay. okay. So I got three men that's saying the same All thing. All right. And it's a good so, thing. It's nothing right. bad. So, you know. Right. But listen, I got to get this brother to freestyle. I didn't tell him what beat I had. Okay. I got beats for days. Okay. We about to get right into it. So, it's you good. know, this is Do It For Hip Hop Podcast, man. When artists come up, they got a freestyle. So let's go. Uh, 
I'm just here for the opportunity The devil on my shoulder, I know that he wanna ruin me I never listen to haters, no matter who it be The only class we missing involves truancy I heard blue lives matter, just one tap the block They gotta speak it in cold, so it never mattered I, Cause they know how we get down We ain't from the H-Town, but for the record I came here to rap a lot From the beginning, I said I'm no beginner I learned a lesson in every loss, I'm still a winner in this cold world, I know we born sinners I just hope the Titans ain't all you remember I remember cold November's on the West End Now it's five stars, no West Ends It's just a lot of blessings for my best friends And everybody watching him coming with a Barbie and a lot of kin I ain't come for the Cuban and cash dolls I'ma buy every Cuban with this cash dog that's cigars and a lot of links We in the air where you rap, you ain't gotta think If you blink, you might miss a young overachiever I'm not a believer in Justin Bieber, dog. I'm just another leader Plus I got the sauce and the raps, like we making fajitas The flow's cold, but we packing heaters Look, the bar's prominent, dominant Greg Pollard is a little ominous Transforming like I'm autonomous, I'm still bombing this Every second they know what time it is Bugsy, if you miss it, then just rewind this shit Listen, <laughs> yo, so bad, <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> yo, that's how we do it on Do It For Hip Hop Podcast, this is your boy DJ Buggy's episode 52, make sure you check it out on Google Play, iTunes, DJ Buggy 215 on SoundCloud, iTunes, and make sure you follow on Spotify, keep it hip hop, peace.